Welcome everybody to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. And yo, yeah. we have been talking. Donovan D. The Doom Donnell. I don't know why I called you the Doom. I called you the Doom. Hey, you know what? Let's just Nigerian descent. That makes no sense. But Doom. Doom. Wait, have you done your 23 and me? I don't I don't trust it. You don't trust it? Okay, I'll get I'll get it. No. I've I've done Ancestry and they told me that I was from Wales. So Say what? Yeah. Okay, well, hey, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. You yeah, you don't look like a Welsh gent to me. Well, listen, I'm, you know, I, I see this. No, I'm not going that. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic. <laughs> okay. We have been talking from two episodes, what we learned from Creed 3. Yo, Donovan yeah. and I, we loved this movie. It was so good. The action scenes, I love action scenes, just personally. I love anything with that. But there were so many stories that we could glean and say, how do we contextualize this when it comes to God and us trying to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature? Donovan, it was so yeah. good. And one of the things that you had talked about when you texted me about this movie, you were like, bro, this movie was so inspirational. One of the things that I loved you texting me about was Jonathan Major. Sorry. Also, just before I continue saying this, spoilers, uh, spoilers on crack. Left and right. Left and right. Sorry, I'm not on yeah. crack. I'm, I'm a Christian, y'all. I don't do crack, but you know what I mean. Anymore. Spoilers on spoilers on spoilers. So if you don't want to hear this, run now. Um, like you run from crack. Like yeah. you run Gosh. from crack. Why do this we, is why a good do we do thing. This? Do not. I don't know. We'll I, be saved after this episode. I know, but y'all don't trust us. I understand. <laughs> it is what it is. I just, yeah, bye everybody. Like, <laughs> but the whole idea of creating your own opportunities. Yeah, bro. I want you to talk about that because I, I like Jonathan Major's character doing that was Listen. unbelievable. Mm. What he went through to get that opportunity and shot to fight Adonis. High performers need opportunities. What is a high performer without an opportunity? If your high performance is by definition your ability to satisfy a calling in a certain industry, how do you satisfy that without an opportunity? You can believe in yourself all you want, but you need somebody else to, with a little bit of authority or power, or which is ultimately authority and power would be God, uh, to Amen. use someone to open that door for you. But from this movie, bro, he did two different things that I saw. Mm. One, he simply asked for a title fight. What does a high performer do when they're not given the answer they feel like they need in order to fulfill the call they feel like they have? He went a step further and had one of his people from his hood or it was a celly or one of his cellmates come and break the hand of the guy who actually had the title fight Jeez. and it left a void. And then he pressed in like, yo, give me this opportunity. Right. He got involved in a way that most people would be like, yo, that was wrong, bro. Like you interrupted somebody else's career, like da 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 da. That was but I want to talk about it today. How far are you willing to go to create opportunity for yourself? Ooh, that well see, this is a good thing, right? Because once again, we're trying to contextualize this for our audience, right? Yeah. Our thing is what good does it profit a man to gain the whole world, yet lose his soul? 
And I feel like we are here. It, it, I, I do think we can create opportunities for ourselves. But once again, our, our principle still has to be in line with the father, his way of doing things. Right. As we talked about before, a good name is better than riches or gold. Right. But like I, I think about our success formula. Personal alignment plus self-development, that's our part times faith. That's what God also does. And I have mm. seen what I have tried to push my own way to make something happen. I may get it, but also who have I rubbed in a way that maybe they were not supposed to be rubbed? Do you know what I mean? And they're going to rub back. And they're going to rub back. I have seen that way too many times in the industry that I'm in just because they want it so bad, Right. And I'm not saying that that's, well, I'm not going to say it's wrong or right. I'm just saying you have to, as we've talked about a lot, mm. the profit margin. What yep. does it cost for you to do it your own way to make your opportunity for your success rather than be in line with God so that when God says, hey, I need you to move and I need you to do this. Well, that looks outside of what everybody else would do. I understand. Yeah. But if you do it my way and you go this way. I'm going to create the opportunity so that who gets the glory? Is it us getting the glory? And I can now tell the story of what I did to make sure that this happened. Or do I have to say, God almighty, my yeah. I, there's no way I should have gotten this opportunity, but God dot, dot, dot. And now you get to tell the testimony that God has always wanted us to tell as humans to this world around us, the testimony of Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, we tell our story, we want, and I think I'll speak, speak for myself, you know, pre, you know, God, when I tell my story, I want to be considered the hero. Ah, oh, dude. I want to be considered my own savior. I want to be self-made, right? But none of those things are true. Jesus came through God, and I'm still empowered by the Holy Spirit, yep. which is not me. So yep. I think that having to sit with that really helps me understand how the story is truly supposed to be told. And I ask every high performer out there as you're looking at your situation that you want to be greater or better you're either going to trust god or you're going to tamper with it mm. they have two different very unique outcomes both of them consider the ways and the outcomes from trusting god versus tampering with it yourself because my tampering is intended to bring about an outcome that i feel like that i feel like is ideal for me. Mm -hmm. But God says that I have a plan for your life. And when I do something, it's going to exceed what you could think or even imagine. So your best plan is nothing compared to what it is I truly want to do in your life if you trust me. That is so good. And once again, thinking about the profit margin that happens when you decide to do it in your own way, in your own strength, rather than trusting the king, right? This is why we have uh, Abraham and Sarah, the situation that happened where he yeah. decided to go into, you know, he had, he, he made love to, I think it's Sarah's uh, Hagar. Hagar, right, exactly. Yeah, the handmaiden. And, and God said, I promise you, I promise you, and I have said it to you so many times, I will bear a son for you. Yeah. I know what it looks like. I promise you, I understand the situation. I'm God. I created how man and woman are supposed to be together. I created the reproductive systems that allow a child to happen. I understand as God her age. Yeah. I'm the one that created it. And I am still promising you, if you trust me, that I'm going to do it. Because think about it. If you do it in God's way, who else is going to be blessed? If you do it in God's way, 
what is the situation that God is trying to set up Mm. in a way that you can't see it and if you preempt that what if you are like you said tampering with a plan that is actually good not just Perfect. for you and not just for the other person but for the world around you mm. i bro i want to give you an ex- bro i want to give you an example this is not of tampering but this is one where i i i couldn't believe how this came up so you were there at the hollywood bowl when i did my performance for uh, as we now call Kevin's fifth, right? If, I, if, if, if any of you are listening to this for the first time, um, the Pentatonix did a show at the Hollywood Bowl, and we made it a very different, very special show. And one of the cool things Boy, is that we had um, 10 cellists, or 8 to 10 cellists on stage with a dancer, Lil Buck, my guy, whom I love, Lil Buck the Legend, I love you, man, and myself performing Beethoven's Fifth, but in a way that I had reproduced and that felt like me and not just my heritage, but just the whole personage that God had has put inside of me, inside of me as a musician. How that came about, I couldn't have even done it on my own, dog. Mm. I knew that God was calling me to take classical music and try to do it in my own way. And I've known that for a while, but you know, there were certain things that were happening in that specific season where I was really taking it upon myself. I was working with this producer, um, on taking Beethoven's fifth and doing it my own way. Like I said, this was, you know, probably like March, April, we had been working on it and I got, we got it to a place that I really, really loved it. At the time we're talking about the Hollywood bowl, my bandmate, Scott, had was talking to our creative directors, and they randomly, I'm in the session working on this, and they randomly FaceTime me, and I'm like, what's going on? He goes, you know what? Lindsay and I have been talking, Craig and I have been talking, and we were like, I think it'd be cool if you did something with like an army of cellos and a dancer. And I go, Huh? I was like, you're not going to believe this, but I actually think I have the perfect song that actually might work for this. Wow. I did not try to create this opportunity for myself, nor did I ask the band, hey, I'm good. I think I need to do this because I'm starting to set it to my identity as a, as a, as a, as a man who's a, who's, a, who's a classical musician trying to do so. I, none of that. Mm. And I didn't realize, God, this was a plan that you probably set all along. We did that performance, and I have told you this, that performance, the way it happened and how it happened, it felt like the inductment into the calling that God had for my life Mm. this whole time. I felt so full, so full of strength and power Mm. that I knew when I was doing that performance could have only come from the most high. And then when we, when I had a video that was taken of that, I've been able to show that video to all my partners and they go, Oh, now I fully understand the vision of what you're trying to do. Yeah. I, this is proof of concept. Look at how the audience is reacting to this. Look at the multimedia. Look at the uh, disparate, if you will, fields of art that are coming together with dancing and playing and cellos and, Oh, wow. Now yeah. we get it. Where I think before, 
I couldn't have shown that in the same way. But God had created an opportunity of all the years where I was saying, God, why? How? I know you've called me to be music. I don't know how I'm supposed to. Why am I? Okay, I'm doing this pop music thing, but why is all the production? So I don't still understand. God I, came down to that one moment where it all finally made sense. And I was yeah. trusting him in that whole season uh, uh, since I was 20 years old up to 34 years old. when that, that was 14 years to get to that place. 14 years to finally say, God, I think I finally understand. Had I tampered with that, I don't think I would have been ready for that opportunity. And God wouldn't have created a situation for his glory to be known in that performance. So that's why I feel like just even from that realizing, wait, God, you are working all things for your glory. So I can't tell people that I created that for myself. You get the glory, you get the praise, you get the honor, you get the magnify, you get to be magnified in this situation. And I feel like that's always the place that God wants to, to have us in. Because we were made in his image, what? For his glory, for his namesake, for his worship. And it just, yeah. Adonis's, sorry, Jonathan's situation Hold just on, reminds man. No, me. You're not about to just switch over to somebody else's story after Ooh. that. You are not. I'm not going to allow it. Let's go. Sit with that. Do you know, while you're talking, I'm sitting here doing some research, and it was nearly, you said 14 years for you, right? Yeah, it's from 20 years old till 14, yeah, 14 years. That was my birthday was celebration. It was nearly 15 years between the time that King David was anointed to the day he actually became king. Sheesh. When you were talking, I was sitting here thinking to myself like, yo, this culmination is like Kevin's Sermon on the Mount. It was like, <laughs> it, was, uh, it wasn't the end, but it was a, a foundational point being made. Like, see clearly what it is. I'm about to press in even further, but now this is enough has come together for you to see this is the vision and to have that moment and to, to be able to witness that and, and to hear you talk about how it came together. The only practical question I can really ask at this point was, was there a temptation to ever tamper in those 14, 15 years? Oh my gosh. Tamper is not the word, but I think to rush the process Yes. That's tampering. And, and, and that's, okay, I guess that's tampering. Yeah, that's tampering. Because I feel like that's what Jonathan Major's character did in Creed. He, he wanted to rush the process for him to go from a nobody. And remember, Adonis was telling him, like, bro, this is not the way it happens. Like, I know you're asking for the title shot, but, like, this takes real time. But listen, though, even with that, though, what was the fear? Why did he want to rush? What do you think his fear was? Oh, well, a fear that a lot of us in the music industry have when you're 34 trying to make it. Come on. I'm too old. Come on, I'm man. I'm too old for this. I'm Come too, on. I can't just like Sarah. God, I'm yes. like a hundred something. Like what you yes. mean? I'm going to have this baby. Yes. Uh, I don't like, oh, dude, let yeah. it come together. See, this is why I'm That's asking so you this. Good. That's so good. It's a common fear. <laughs> And you know what's so crazy? I think it's one of the reasons why I tried to rush the process. Yeah. God called me into music when I was 20 years old. In my head, that was too old. Because most of the people that I've always known, and y'all know my story. Yeah. Most people are, 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 are called when they're like six or seven or like in their you know, you know, early double digits. 
that just wasn't my story. I have so much to learn. And then it was a 26 year old that I think God had called me to be an artist. And I go, I'm 26, God. You want me to start learning about my voice at 26? So I just didn't feel like I had that much time. Mm, but mm, when mm. somebody told me, this woman whom I absolutely love, one of my close friends, uh, Shalita, she said, when God is trying to do a good work with you, remember that his outcome is eternal. So remember the music you're trying to make, it's not for a time period. It's not for a small, uh, for a small it's impact. Good. It's for an eternal purpose. It's good. That will change the life and the souls of people. So why wouldn't you allow God Almighty to craft it? And it's so funny. I watched this Tim Ross, Devon Franklin uh, episode from The Basement where Devon was talking about this. Devon was talking about the fact that we need to get him on this podcast, by the way. Devon, if you listen to man, you that guy. We love you, bro. Um, he was going to ask for his company, Franklin Entertainment. He had asked before, but he realized there were a few things that had happened where he wasn't actually ready. Sorry, there were a few things that hadn't happened that made, made him realize he wasn't ready. There was so much business savvy that he still needed to grow in. There was so much uh, he needed to grow in terms of how you actually make films, right? So that's why God was sending him to work in all these different parts of the entertainment industry with Will Smith and other companies, Sony Pictures. But then also, he realized the audience that he was going to reach wasn't even created yet mm. so god was trying to create a situation that 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 creates a um a group that was ready to hear the message he was preaching yeah. this is why i think it's so important you think about god and the jesus in the bible this is why john was necessary john the baptizer why because john the baptizer was preparing the way for jesus's message to fall on fresh ears mm. that was the purpose of john's life and yeah. then he said hey here's one who's greater than me and so i feel like as high performers we cannot rush the process because what jesus came at at a point in time we shouldn't tamper with that process if there's an appointed time for what God has called for you to be and do so that his glory is known, but so that your gifting and your personage will have its more, its most effective potency in the world. Listen, That's why I trust God and his yeah. timing. Because he knows when they actually need it. And exactly. then when they'll he knows. be able to understand it. Dog. Even more than John the Baptist, Jesus couldn't come with the message of the kingdom of heaven until mankind actually understood what kingdom structure was. Wow. So not only did John the Baptist pave the way, it was the Roman empire and other empires that came and taught their kingdom. So that when Jesus came and brought the message about kingdom, they understood kingdom principles. They understood kingdom structure. Here is the kingdom of heaven. Dude, that's so good. And think about this, what you're saying. It was so right because they had a clear antithesis to the kingdom message. Mm. Think about the situation that was going on. It was ripe for Jesus. Think about the situation with the Jews, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and how they were preaching and the Roman Empire. It created an opportunity for Jesus to be able to speak a message that was so different and so revolutionary that yeah. you had to pay attention to what he was saying. 
from all of the rites, the rituals, the conversations, the teachings from before, it was now ripe in this day, this time, this age, this appointed time for Jesus to come to spread the message of the good news, where it would have the greatest ripple effect yeah. throughout the whole, the whole, the whole region. Oh, that is so good, bro. It, and it, it always comes right back on us, bro. So we're looking at opportunity. Yeah. If we're going to trust God, trust that he's already, these, these opportunities are waiting for us. God is not scrambling in this heaven in the sky to try to put together something to reward us for our works. This was already ordained. This plan was put together before we was informed in our mother's womb. This is what we walk out by faith. And I have to often remind myself that God is not a human scrambling, trying to figure out how to best make sure I'm satisfied in my life. He's the author and finisher of my faith and yours as well. And that, was, that's, that work has already been done. You know what I'm saying to you? And I think that that's the part that makes me resist trying to sabotage things. Just like, you know what? No, 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 no. I trust him. Trust my plan. Be, this is one of the hardest things for, for a high performer to do. One of the hardest things for a high performer to do is to be still. And we're talking about high performers with higher values uh, seeking to operate in their highest nature. Remember, our highest nature is to reflect our creator. Yeah. And so that means that just like Jesus told plenty of times, like, it's not time yet. My time has not yet come. He said that. We and our trust in our God, who has given us the ability to be high performers, it best serves us when we are in clear understanding of what God is doing in a particular season mm. so that we know how to apply our yeses and our noes. I dude, I love that because and we've talked about this before. That means we have to be so keen to not comparing ourselves mm. to the world around us because we will be deceived yeah. By their notions of rush, hurry, go, 24-7, yep. keep it moving, where God's like, be still and know that I am God, because I have literally all the answers. I have prepared this for you. Do not waste yourself away and trying to, I'm not saying don't work hard, and rise to the call, rise yeah. to the mindset, the stature that you're going to need to do and be the mighty warrior I've called you or Moses to be the leader of Israel. Yes, it's tough. Rise and trust that I'll help you rise. Yeah. But do not strive, but stride mm. with him. And so I agree with that, bro. This episode, I needed this. Middle Mountain Ministries, everybody. Brother, Middle Mountain, we right there with you. Right, Let right, me tell right, you. Right with you. Like, right, right, right there with you. Arm in arm Ar with you. Side in side. And that's the thing that I love about this pocket. Like, y'all, like, we are learning these, these things and reflecting upon that we are trying to be still and know that he is God, even in the process of having these conversations. Yeah. There is so much to learn about our king and to be reminded about our king. And I'm so excited that we get to do this with you all. 
you know, the fact that, that people have asked us questions and emailed us questions. And we want you all to continue asking us questions as well. This is why we have Telby, this amazing app that allows you to showcase and put voice memos of your own questions to us and that we can listen to them and have them on the podcast. So definitely go to our Telby so that you could check about that. There's going to be a link in this podcast. We want to hear from you because we're going through the same thing. There's no mm-hmm. better, higher, low. There's none of that. We're all trying to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature altogether. And yeah. so thanks for being with us, y'all. If you've loved this podcast, we appreciate you. Share it with a friend. Subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts. Go to our Instagram. Go to our socials, at Imagine Faith Talk. Like comment share i have to actually read one comment that's been really really special to me um this is from our youtube channel if you didn't know we have season one of the podcast up on youtube on imagine faith talk and this was one on our the good news i don't know have this was and this was a comment on our the good news i don't have to know it all because god does episode rail.2178 amen 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 thank you guys for showing and sharing your faith with us and spreading god's love and faith for us from him he is the master but also our heavenly father that is the truth man we just our god is amazing yeah he is he's an awesome god and i'm so glad that we get to worship him as we rise to what God has called us to be in this way and in this day and age. We love you. And remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you on the next episode. Yeah! Donovan, can you do that for me? Yeah! <laughs> yeah!